1: I am Latricia, and with me is my co-host, Phyllis. Hey, Phyllis.
0: Hello, Latricia, and hello out there, Difference Makers. Today, we have a special guest. Shadea Adu is an award-winning coach, professional speaker, and best-selling author. She helps experts create profitable online brands as coaches, speakers, and authors. Her three areas of focus as a brand strategist includes impact, income, and influence. She has spoken on several college campuses and internationally. We are fortunate and happy to have her here today. Hey, Shade. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. And thank you for having me. Well, I see you with your nice little pink on, and that just seems to me to start off the branding part nicely. What do, what? how would you define find branding?
2: I know it's more than visual, but what, how would you define it? So I usually say that your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And I just, you know, snag that definition from a little company you might know. His and the CEO of that company is Jeff Bezos. You might know a little company <laughs> named Amazon, right? And he says so your literally. brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And for me, branding is a feeling. It's it's a it's a it's an in tangible feeling that we make tangible through colors and logos and fonts but it goes bigger than that it's more than a name it's more than a logo it's more than a font it's a feeling mm-hmm. when I say the brand Apple you have a feeling when I say the brand Disney you have a feeling when I say the brand Starbucks it makes you feel some way some of you are like oh this is horrible oh this is awesome those are feelings and if a brand is doing its job it is either attracting you or uh, deflecting you, repelling you away. So I ball it down to a brand is a feeling um, that we make customers and clients experience when we're doing our job properly. I have never heard of
0: branding that way. So, but I love it because once you were talking, I could have emotions with every person or company you named. Um, I know you have a background in education. So how did you become a branding strategist?
2: Yes. So I started my business over a little bit over six years ago in the Republic of Kazakhstan. I was there for three years as an international educator. I was developing curriculum, teaching, traveling the world, living my best life in my like early to mid 20s. And there was just this gnaw the last year that I was there. I thought I would be there only for a year one year turned into two, two turned into three. And after the third year, on the first day of school, my supervisor said, are you going to come back? And I was like, I don't know. So after that, I knew I needed to make a new game plan. Um, and that year was a year of reflection. And a month before I resigned, I started my business online as a life coach. And that's what I thought that I was going to be doing, helping people live their best life, live your dreams, travel, have a great life. And as I was building that, and I'm building websites and, Marketing myself on social media, people kept telling me that I know something, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" They were like, "Well, how did you build this brand? How did you build this brand? How did you build this brand?" And I just could not understand why they thought I knew how to build brands. It was the weirdest thing to me. Um, and then I began to invest in coaching and mentorship, and many of the people that I was investing in were brand strategists, and I just realized I love putting things together. And then I had to do some soul searching. Why am I so interested in this branding thing? And what I realized was at the age of like 12, 13, I would say 12 through 18, when I was in Irvington, New Jersey, where I'm originally from, I my side hustle was working on political campaigns. So I used to work on municipal, gubernatorial and presidential campaigns before I was able to vote, eligible to vote. And there were times they're like, why are you listening to this girl? She can't even vote. And I was like, but when I can vote, I'm not going to vote for you. So I learned a lot about branding or reputation management from politicians. And I was always active in student council and, you know, student government and college and even in elementary school. So it was just a natural thing. I would be the kid they come to for the slogans. I will be the kid they came to for the flyers. I'll be the, the, you know, the campaign manager and the person that was running. And people just knew to come to me for these things. I didn't realize that 20 plus years later or 10 years later that this will become a business. I didn't see it as that. It was just something that I knew and I just like to do. So I always tell people sometimes the thing that you don't you take for granted that you don't think is a big deal is something that is monetizable, something that is a value to the marketplace. And something that you should absolutely be getting paid for. So once I did the soul searching and reflected back on my life, I realized that this is what I had been doing all the time. And I finally got the nerve and the courage to charge for it. So that's how, you know, in a long story short, how I became a brand strategist. Now, I love your story because I didn't know you
0: had a political background. I've been following you for a few years on Facebook and I didn't realize that. So it's always nice to learn a little bit more about everybody.
2: My background was in I have a degree in social studies, so I used to teach American government, world government. Um, I was definitely politically involved, I would say, at a young age. I just haven't had time to come back to my roots. But oh, I'll be back. (laughs) We haven't had time right now. We're taking a break. We'll be back.
1: Now, since we're talking about branding, I can't help but notice you have the pink background, you have the pink clothing, and you have the pink lipstick. So I'm thinking that pink is part of your brand. And not only do I think it's part of your brand, but it's a memorable part of your brand. I will never forget you. I'm like, even if I don't remember your name, I'll be like Phyllis, you no, know, the lady with the pink everything. So let's talk about how to set yourself apart. How does your brand set you apart from other people or other businesses who may be similar or
2: even the same as you? So for me, going back to that, that kid from Irvington, New Jersey, I used to go to parochial school. So we used to wear a uniform. And one of the things I knew about really wealthy people or brilliant people is that they wear a uniform. Janelle Monet, she wore her black, white with the red lip and it made her stand out. So in order for me not to think about what to wear, I try my best to wear a uniform. And I want that uniform to stand out because technically I am an introvert. So if my clothes or my lipstick or my background speaks for me, it'll make people remember me. And as a brand strategist, that's one of the things you want to do because someone may not be ready to invest with you today. They may not be ready to invest with you tomorrow. But if they if you stay top of mind and you stay memorable when they are ready to make a buying decision, you will be the person that they remember. You want to stay top of mind. So for me, these are the things, very intentional things that I do to stay memorable. There's so much noise. There's so many people that, you know, do similar things. You have to find that thing that's going to make you stand out. you got to find that thing that's going to make people remember you. And so you won't be forgotten. So is the thing that
1: makes you memorable? Is that how you can be set apart from other
2: businesses that are like yours? Absolutely. So it's really, it doesn't have to be so you don't have to dye your hair any special color. You don't have to have a pink background or pink lips. The thing that's going to make you memorable is your story. And I tell people, these are three things that make you stand out. First, you got to, when you're building a brand, it's all about you. Who are you? Why do you do what you do? So it's super important. Everyone's on their own journey. You have your own life experiences. No one can take those things away from you. And no one's story is going to be like yours. Like when I talk about my experiences living in Kazakhstan, most people are like, who, what, when, where, and why? It automatically makes me stand out. And talking about my experiences as a kid growing up, being on political uh, elections and meeting Barack Obama's and Bill Clinton's before I was eligible to vote, that makes me stand out. So when people... And you're always looking for, so you is first. Then the second thing is your audience. Who is your audience that you want to speak to? There are riches and niches. So many people want to speak to everybody and do everything. I know that my pink lips, my pink stuff, and sometimes my pink hair stands out to a particular audience. It's intentional. I want to call out my people, maybe who have a loud personality, who want to shine online and they want to monetize their genius. So I'm calling out. This is a calling card to my people, and I understand that the Shadi Adu show is not for everybody. So you gotta be. I'm okay with that. In the beginning, you're like, oh my goodness, everybody doesn't like me, right? You know, go back to high school. Everybody doesn't like you. Everybody doesn't. Okay, cool. Now I'm old. I realize, okay, that's not that big of a deal. You want the right people. Just like your brand is supposed to attract, it is supposed to repel. There are people who can't stand this pink. There's some people like, why does everybody want to use pink? Get rid of this pink. Oh man, there's so many times I've seen that. And I was like, and luckily I did not listen. And the last piece is your your unique offer. When you mix, I call it like your brand trifecta. When you mix the uniqueness of you with your awesome offer, amazing audience who wants exactly what you have to offer and then you have a bomb.com offer for them, man, that's when the explosions happen. That's when the power happens. That's when we see people who stand the test of time, when they realize where their fit is. And we live in an amazing society where you can be you, your quirkiness, your weirdness, your imperfections, And you can monetize these things. And with these platforms, even like this platform, you can be your own Oprah. Like, this is amazing. And we're living in a season where we got to take full advantage of these platforms and just talk the way you want to talk because there's other people who are waiting for you. So there are some people who will resonate with my message. There are some people who are going to resonate with your message. And there's some people that's going to resonate with other people's messages. The key is to be okay with being yourself and just put yourself out there and, and just want and put yourself out there. Plus put a price tag on it. Let me be very clear about that. Because some people will put themselves out there and they're okay with that. But I'm very adamant, especially in a season like COVID, that we get committed to putting a price tag on our genius. So you your offer, your audience and your unique offer is what really will make your brand stand out from everyone else in the marketplace.
1: Let me ask you another question because I think that that sounds great if you have your own thing or maybe it's great even if you don't. So I'm thinking about people who may be in the direct sales industry who they have the, they all have the same product. Maybe they do have a different audience and a different uniqueness. How, how does someone like that stand out? Someone who's like in direct sales and all of everybody sells
2: the same have, thing. Great question. I get this question. When I used to get this question, I didn't have an answer, but now I have an answer because um, I joined a direct sales company to figure out that answer because it kept coming to me and I was like, well, let me figure out how I can be inside and participate and figure this out. So the answer is still the same. You need to build a brand. So if you want to be a direct sales leader, the people who are the million dollar six figure earners in direct sales companies have built personal brands adjacent to the product. They don't sell the product. They sell a lifestyle. They sell an experience. I don't care if it's tea, jewelry, uh, insurance, Internet, whatever the product is, they are selling a lifestyle and an experience, Forex, you name it. The people who are at the top, they have a brand. I love the example of Stormy Wellington of Total Life Changes. Like she has her own thing. They're like, Coach Stormy is doing this. She has created this lifestyle brand for her to be a thought leader and an expert that even some people don't even know she's in a company. She has her own products. Like she's taking it to the next level. So when people come to me, whatever direct sales company, I, 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 for me, Stormy Wellington is like the standard. And then there are standards in everybody's, you know, respective um, companies. But for me, when I'm talking about somebody who has, is crushing it as a direct sales leader, who has like killing it financially and is selling the lifestyle and builds a team based on that and is able to boost morale, it's Stormy, Stormy Wellington is the archetype that I look at in that particular industry. And I know there's other people and other companies that I've connected with that I know. But for me in this generation, this industry, I would say Stormy is crushing it. So if you, whatever company or you're in, you got to sell lifestyle. Like if you're selling nail polish, jewelry, you need to be a user of your product and you need to talk about not just the product, but the experience, the brand experience that your product creates. So if I'm talking about jewelry, which I happen to have, what is the experience? It's glittery, it flows, it looks nice on my wrist. You gotta sell an experience. That's where people are missing out when they are in direct sales companies. And you have to step up and be a leader. Even if you're making $5 and five cents right now, you still have to ascend to the person you wanna be in that company. And you have to, you gotta market yourself. So one of the biggest challenges with people who join direct sales companies is that. This is their avenue and this is this is a great avenue for a lot of people to get into business, but there's no support with the marketing or they don't know how to market themselves and the marketing doesn't expand beyond friends and family. And when they've exhausted friends and family, most people die out of their businesses because they don't know what to do. Whereas if they go specifically with their unique offer, with their unique story and find people who want exactly what they have to have what they have, they don't have to harass family and friends. Go to the people who want what you have right now. There are people desperate for opportunities. They're looking for you, but if they don't know you exist, they're going to go to your competitor.
1: So true. I love that. Create a personal brand. So beyond the company brand, you have to have your own brand. And I guess if you have your own products or services,
2: that you are your brand. Is that correct? Absolutely you can build a brand, you can have a business brand and you can build you can be a part of another brand and you can still have a brand adjacent to that too. So some people get nervous about well, you know, there are stipulations in their company, there's compliance and you want to stick to those stipulations but at the same time, you have to find a way to be you. How to uniquely get your voice out there and crush the noise that's happening in the marketplace. So a, a lot of people are creating some really I mean, Covid is making us more creative, and a lot of people are getting very crafty and creative with how they uh, display the same exact types of products and content in the marketplace.
0: Okay, so earlier you were talking about reputation. You spoke on reputation before you started speaking of the the trifecta. And Latricia and I were talking earlier about this particular host who's mostly known for being rude. <laughs> so. When it comes to reputation, what are some things you want to have, and what are some things you do absolutely don't want to have?
2: So, the first thing, because we live in a digital space, when it comes to like reputation management, the first thing you want to do is Google yourself. Make sure what you see on the first page of Google is in alignment with the brand that you have. So there are like, we're talking about, you know, hosts that are rude or shock jocks. I would say, you know, like a Howard Stern. I, you know, I'm from New Jersey, so I'm a fan of Wendy Williams and her mouth has gotten her in trouble a lot of times, but that's my girl. So that was her brand. That was her radio personality. You know, she followed the likes of a Howard Stern and you gotta know your brand. So the first thing that I tell people to do is Google yourself. You can set up Google Alerts find out what people are saying about you. And then the first and then the next step is to figure out if that's in alignment with what you want people to say. Then once you have that, the next piece is to control the narrative. We live in a digital space, we can create content like this. There's no reason why there should be things about you virtually that you don't like that people are saying because you have the right to control the narrative. Um there was what is her name? Oh, There was, I guess she's, i would call her Instagram influencer who caught some flack because she had a book and her editors or her team who put the book together, plagiarized her book. So a ton of bloggers took screenshots of pages in her book, her workbook or book. And they were like, well, she took this from me. And then another one said, well, she took this from me. So this was a huge blow up. And she had just celebrated, I think, her 30th birthday and she saved a million dollars. It was a big thing. And right after that, this scandal came out. So because she has a platform, because she understands the power of controlling the narrative, she created like a summit that says the business mistakes I made that you should never make. She owned up to her mess to not having full control and taking 100% responsibility for what happened and saying, I'm taking it off. I'm taking my book out. We're not, you're not being able to buy it. We're going to fix it. We're going to make sure we work with, you know, our team privately and all the people who were um, impacted by this. The thing is, we're going to make mistakes. The key is to own up to your nonsense and control the narrative. So that was like a, a B. Simone was is her name. And she was able to own it and she was able to overcome that. And I think the next time she comes out with whatever products and services, she's going to be more, she's going to be more in a part of the production process to make sure that whatever is, on, whatever comes out with her brand name on it is original, you know, has gone through the due diligence. She's going to make sure her lawyers are making sure everything is legit now. So that's just going to make her a better entrepreneur. Now, she could have hid, she could have denied it, she could have acted like it wasn't a big deal. But the, the fact that she owned it showed us a powerful lesson and example in the marketplace. So sometimes when it comes to reputation, we're not going to be perfect. The key is nobody's expecting you to. And if they are, the first thing you need to do is tell them, to take you off that high horse, because we all make mistakes. The key is the next piece, own the mistake. And move forward and talk about how I'm moving forward from the mistake or challenge or issue that you have. And be honest about it. I mean, now was the time like the the person who comes out with the like if the paparazzi is following you and they're gonna get some dirt, you have a better opportunity to just tell them yourself first before you allow somebody to expose your dirt and let them try to control the narrative you control it. So that's really important and powerful in this season.
0: Wow. I had recently just read a quote and it said, if you're full of pride, you have no room for wisdom. And that's what made me um, that's what your talk made me think about. Patricia, before I ask her any more questions, do you have anything? All right. I was like Lady Sade. Maybe that'll be something in the future. <laughs> but Sade, you have helped us so much and gave us so many Nuggets and things to
2: do, where can people find and follow you? Awesome. So I am all things on social media. Future Dr. Shade was still working on this pesky last degree. You can find me up at Future Dr. Shade on Facebook and Future Dr. Shade or Shade on Instagram. And you can also find me. I have a, a, a Facebook group for entrepreneurs. You can go to breakfastbranding.com, breakfastbranding.com. And we also have a free gift. So if you join our group, you can grab our free our free gift gift in the group.
0: Thank you so much. And have I been saying your name wrong? Is it Shade or
2: It is Shade? Okay. <laughs> when we say Shade and I totally just ignored it? Probably. If, if, oh. if we were saying shade, then it happens. Okay. <laughs> I was saying Sade, but I I started to question yeah, Sade myself. Is right? Yeah, I was like, I didn't hear Shaday. Normally, I hear it, and I say Sade, but no, no, I heard Sade. Okay. And what would you? What would be your call to action? Would normally do something
0: called the principal challenge. What would be your call to action for the listeners today?
2: Principal challenge. Live them out. Absolutely. So we're still in this in the thick of COVID nineteen and. You know, the coronavirus, listen, take action. Tomorrow is not promised. Take action. Do the things that you've been putting off. Life has slowed down slightly. Do the thing that you know you need to do. Just go for it. So hashtag just to do it, just to do it.
0: Just go for it. Thank you so much. And we'll
1: definitely keep in touch. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Just a do it. I like that. <laughs> Another branding message. <laughs>
0: so, Latricia, do you want to just go straight into the good news, or you want to recap our
1: show? Well, we can go straight into the good news, and well, we can re- we can do either. The recap that I would have would be really simple. I think it's just that trifecta that she talked about when it comes to branding and it's first it's you then it's your audience and then it's that unique thing that you have to offer and it boils down to I think what we've been talking about throughout this whole month about just being yourself showing up as your true authentic self and then the last part when you ask the question about the things not to do It's like you can do all kinds of things just as long as you're prepared to fix it. That's where that politician part of Sade comes in. She knows how to get it fixed. So Google yourself to see what other people are saying about you. Set up those Google alerts to make sure people aren't saying bad things about you. And if they are, you can control the narrative. So go ahead and take control of the narrative and then fix it. Admit and own up to your mistakes if you made one and go from there. So that's what I'm taking away from this.
0: Thank you so
1: much. Because some people maybe didn't catch the beginning
0: of it. So open your mind, heart and ears for our next section, which is going to be focused on business as well. Not rumors, not rubbish. Living the principles we spread. The Lion Sleeps Tonight is a popular Disney song. Unfortunately, Solomon Linda didn't get the full credit or amount of money that he deserved. He died a poor man. However, Beyonce changed the trajectory for his descendants. She gave him credit in her visual album, Black is King, resulting in his family having rights and monetary gain. What's all the buzz about Michaelia Ulmer? Michaelia is a young entrepreneur whose love of science inspired her to create a lemonade product, which are on the shelves of major grocery stores across the nation. Her mind and work ethic led her to also be one of Times Magazine's most influential teams. Sticking with her brand of bees, she's launching a book called Be Fearless, Dream Like a Kid. Please pre-order your book on her website, meandthebees.com. Scumbag! No, I'm not name-calling, but stating the name of a business that was birthed because of the pandemic. Robbie Stanfield is the owner of Scumbag, which is which is a sanitizing travel kit and a bag perfect for those germaphobes that must travel. The name of your business can not only set you apart, but can also summarize what you do. And that is our good news for today. Latricia's gonna end us, not end us, but she's gonna (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna close us out with our soul snack.
1: All right, so our soul snack for today is an African proverb and it says, seeing is different than being told. Now, before we close out, I just want to recap this whole month. We've had four great sessions on the topic of minding your black business. If you didn't catch all of them, please check them out. We talked about what did we talk about, Phyllis? What were our four times?
0: We tried to do it in a way to help people memorize, but it was the come up, the come out, the setup, and the set apart. So Sade has taught us, especially with all the pink, how to set self apart. Yeah,
1: so I think if You apply all of these different parts to your business that you can't help but win. So please check out those episodes. And if you enjoy the content that we produce, please consider subscribing to our podcast. Until next time, expand your minds and impact your communities.
0: Thanks for listening to Living the Principles Podcast. Be sure to visit us at livingtheprinciples365.com to access the show and join in on the conversations.